0: Welcome back to the Footy Museum and the Footy Museum podcast. According to my parking spot, I am Justin Witty, co-director of the Footy Museum, and I am joined by our former treasurer, part-time janitor, occasional exhibition designer, and current co-director, Maria Van Dykenlee of the Van Dykenlees. How are you, Maria?
1: That's so many hats and so many responsibilities. <laughs> Hey, you know, it's a, it's a
0: big place. It's yeah. thousands of square feet. Someone's got a polish I wish I had a bigger those, uh, mop. <laughs> we talked about this. This is not the time to talk about the mop <laughs> Bring, situation.
1: Bringing it to the people. I deserve a bigger mop. <laughs> I deserve it.
0: GoFundMe is started for Maria's mop. But we're not here to talk about mops. We are here to talk about the little team that could. This week, we're going to talk about the designs and history of a little club in the northeast corner of Spain called Girona FC. We're talking about them. Why?
1: Oh, um, because of unprecedented success.
0: Yes, this team has kind of shocked the footballing world and moved up and only its second year recently being in the top flight of Spanish football. It is currently, as we speak, tied on points with Madrid at the top of the table in La Liga. Um, I think it is only, they are only in second because of the head to heads with Madrid, that Madrid has the advantage. So they're basically tied for first place. And as recently... As three years ago, they were in second division and they have been even lower, but we're going to talk Fifth. about that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the crest of Girona. So first let's start here. Um, it is, I, I like it. It reminds like me, it, uh, it reminds me oddly of the old Columbus crew crest.
1: Oh yeah. I see it. I see it.
0: Yeah. With the, the, so it is circular uh, outside the thick circle. It says Girona. the top, then football club. And then inside the circle, there is a diamond. And within that diamond, it's not so much of a diamond as a a sideways square, I guess. And inside that is a shield. Um, and there are alternating red and white lines outside of the diamond square and then yellow and red stripes within it vertically. And then in the shield, there are wavy lines and it is, um, it's attractive.
1: Yeah, I think it's really nice. Mm-hmm. Do you have the older versions of it too?
0: Yeah, we'll get to those. But first I want to yeah. talk about where it comes from. It is based on the flag and crest of the town of Girona. And that town, um, Girona is in Catalonia, along with Barcelona, um, and the Catalan region, which is a fiercely independent region mm-hmm. of Spain. Um, and the the both the team crest and the flag and emblem of the town have the yellow and red, uh, colors, which are referred to as the Sanyarian Sanyarian red and yellow. Um, and it's, they are synonymous with that region of the country. They uh, represent. Yeah. 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 Those two colors. And they originate from (gasps) the coat of arms of the crown of Aragon.
1: Of course they do. And
0: that name is perfect because Chirona also was a filming site for Game of Thrones. So a title Uh like that is very appropriate. And the uh, coat of arms of the Crown of Aragon Aragon, Aragon, is one of the oldest known uh, crests in Europe.
1: That is fascinating. Dating
0: back to 1150. here and, You see it here. And this was the third kit in 1150. <laughs> <laughs> they went with an embossed uh, script all over it.
1: It's a bold choice, but I approve. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So the lines are referencing that. And then the wavy lines reference the, um, there's three rivers that meet in Girona. Uh, the, the largest of which is the I'm going to say Onyer, your, on, your, on your River. Um, and that is representative of that. So it's very tied in to the city and its history. Um, that history, of course, it was a Roman settlement. Here you still see the large Roman walls. And it was at different times ruled by Romans, uh, Visigoths, Moors, Charlemagne. Oh, oh Charlemagne, wow, who Charlemagne. actually bequeathed the crest into the, uh, I think the... Um, the mayor of Barcelona, of which they got their colors, I believe. I'm Isn't not sure. it
1: crazy that guys run around in little football kits, the same color because or little football crest because Charlemagne mm-hmm. bequeathed them a shield.
0: Yes, well, as it should be. <laughs> well, that's what amazing. Like if you brought someone from like the eleven hundreds there, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's our team."
1: Uh-huh. I get them. Whoa. Yeah, mm. and that's what we t- mean when we talk about history.
0: And this town is because of its location right on the northern edge of Spain has changed a lot. So there's a lot of influence. I mentioned Charlemagne, but also it was conquered by Napoleon at one point. Um, it fought both with and against Spain at different points in its history, obviously because bet, of yeah, Um and was a area that was largely uh, distrusted by um, the um By Franco during the authoritarian uh, rule of Franco after the Mm Spanish-American War because they were so independent that he outlawed the Catalan language and actually brought in people from other parts of Spain. So it's kind of a rebellious independent area. Um, It's also um, a town that has one of the richest Jewish histories in Europe where, and it has a rich, in the Middle Ages, it was the center of a lot of Jewish learning and culture. Um, but it's a small city, uh, only 100,000 um, hundred thousand residents, uh, but it is very popular. It has one of the restaurants that's considered the best in the world. And now they are being discovered by a lot of football fans because they are being beating giants like Atletico Madrid and Barcelona in the La Liga table. And for a town of 100,000, it makes sense that they just play in this little... 14,000 square foot uh, stadium. It's
1: attractive, though.
0: Estadi Montevilli.
1: It's attractive. Look at all that parking. I know. That's what I looked at, too.
0: <laughs> at least 25 parking spots. Mm. <laughs> now, I mean, you saw that time. It's probably very walkable, but that is that is hilarious. I mean, it looks like a high school
1: Well, if there's 100,000 residents and everybody carpools and everybody can fit four per car... Yeah, and half the people walk. Then yeah, you only need twenty five parking spots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's amazing to me that this this stadium is where perhaps uh, the La Liga will, um, champion will be determined. Hmm. Um, it looks like a, I bet it's a very fun atmosphere to go to, um, uh, and you might wonder why they are top of the league. So they have been around since nineteen thirty. They were formed initially formed in a cafe in Girona as the merging of a number of different clubs. And most of their history, they have been in the second, third, fourth. And as you mentioned, even as a period in the 80s and 90s, kind of non-association fifth tier football. So kind of like Wrexham territory. Mm -hmm. Um, The first time they ever made it to La Liga, the top tier was, I believe, 2017, 2016, 17 season, and then they were relegated in 2018-19, so just oh, just over a year later. They returned in 2022-23, just last year, where they did fairly good. They ended up 10th, aided by NYC uh, FC's Tati Castellanos, um, and now they are top of the league. Um, and there's a little, little, little secret to that secret sauce because I believe also around that period when they first went up, they were bought by <coughs> the City Football Group. Yes. That's Manchester yes. City's global empire. And they are actually um, the representative of the City Football Group overseeing Girona is Pep Guardiola's brother. I forget his name.
1: It also starts with a P. It's like Pef. Yes, it's like, it's like Parade or something.
0: Um, So it is a small team, but it is backed by a global powerhouse. Um, And there's no, I mentioned uh, a player from NYCFC, Tati Castellanos, who was one of their top scorers last year. Uh, New York City is also in the city football group. So they are now part of this big um, system, which potentially next year, if they win the league and they make Champions League, they're not allowed to play Manchester City because they have the same ownership. So,
1: What if they both ended up in the final?
0: I think that they would have to um, um, do something else, like not play football. Like, Maybe just there's, arm wrestle. They would have to find two other teams, like a Manchester ping pong team who would have to play a, man, uh, a Girona ping pong team. Oh. Yeah. Or they would have to sell the club I bet they would sell the club for like just for one like day. A, yeah, they would do something like that. Um, so that's the history. There's some other interesting things that we could talk about in a second, but uh, here is the history of the crescents. That is what we talk about, and it has stayed fairly consistent. So mm-hmm. that that kind of diamond uh, stripe situation, diamond in the circle with the shield, has been throughout. All that's changed is. The color in uh, the 50s and 60s, it went to that center wavy line was a little more checkerboardy. y um, the, the waves weren't as apparent, but still there. Um, and then the biggest change is that up until 2021, there was a crown atop the crest to kind of reference that history of it being, uh, of the colors and the history tied in with, um, what's his name?
1: Charlemagne.
0: Mm. Not Charlemagne, but more specifically, the, uh, the crown of Aragon. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Um, so, but this one they've, they've simplified now, and it's that thicker red, and I think it does translate as more modern and keeps Definitely. keeps that history. I Definitely. mean, this is kind of an iconic crisp iconic design.
1: Yeah, I particularly love the um, design that's on the shield, the tiny shield in the middle.
0: That wave pattern? Yeah. yeah.
1: You said the city group bought them in 21?
0: No, I think they bought them in like 2017, 2018. Oh,
1: okay. Because one thing that the city group does is they kind of do this consistent thing across their designs. Like they do oh. the shield within the circle. Yeah, well, I did,
0: I, that thicker outer circle mm-hmm. is definitely a city thing. It's
1: kind of like it already fits, but the bumping up the width of that circle feels...
0: Maybe they just buy teams based on... The crest. And maybe that was like Columbus's was trying to get bought out by the city group.
1: Because <laughs> 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 if you look at Mumbai, I think it's Mumbai. They also have just the same thing as city. And NYCFC yeah. totally looks like city. And
0: don't they own a team in Melbourne? The same thing? I think so.
1: Yeah. I don't know what theirs looks like, but hmm. yeah. Well, I'm glad they kept the colors and didn't change it to baby blue.
0: That's true. I like this, and I also like the kits. I
1: love that one. I love it.
0: So this is uh, this season's um, kit. Even This this is one of the red ones where the design font of the sponsor lines up pretty well. Mm -hmm. So
1: I've had that same thought. It is
0: a red kit with white stripes down the front. The space in between the white stripes is irregular, so the two in the middle are slightly closer, so there's a nice variation in width. The wonderful circular logo, which again has the stripes which play on the stripes on the crest. It has the great Puma logo and then blue trim on the collar and sleeves. And then the sponsor Gosby, I don't know how you say it, is nice rounded font that matches. Mm-hmm. Um, it just looks like a good one. And then I found this one from uh, 1998, which I loved because the uh, <laughs> it's long sleeve striped, the old crest, blue collar. And then I love how back then some of the sponsorships were so last minute. It's just clearly an iron <laughs> on pattern, or whatever, it not almost, even centered. Just it almost like, looks
1: Photoshopped. <laughs> yeah. It's very crooked.
0: I think it might be the wave of the shirt. Um, so th- that's kind of the look that hasn't changed that much, but, um, they're an exciting team. I've watched some clips. Very aggressive, good players. A lot of young players, obviously, coming up through the system. Interesting, two of their top players, um, Artman... Uh, pronunciation, I should look up the pronunciations. I'm going to say Artem Dovbik. Is he from um, Ukraine? And Viktor Saigankent. I just just destroyed that. But two Ukrainian players. So yeah. you also wonder if timing... Um, Historically, if they just had access to these players, because of the Ukrainian teams not able to hold on to a lot of their mm-hmm. players. Um,
1: well, I'm glad they're seeing success. And, yeah, it's you a, know.
0: it's an exciting team, and, yeah. and, and Girona seems like an interesting town. Like one, some of the other interesting facts. There is the uh, there's a lot of uh, myths and stories about the city. Um, One is there is the uh, throne of Charlemagne, which apparently if you sit on, if a couple sits on, they'll be married within a certain amount of months. But if a solo male sits on it, they'll never get married. So parents who wanted one of their children to become a priest would make them go sit by themselves on the throne. Or priests who are having impure thoughts would have to go sit. Ironically, Charlemagne actually never was in uh, Girona and uh, he had numerous children and by all accounts was not at all chaste. but there's that aspect. The other one, which I love is that there was a group of nuns, one nun of which was more pious than the others and was kind of annoying the other nuns. So they <laughs> threw her in a dungeon by the river <laughs> oh. and forgot about her. And they didn't um, forget about her. she slowly turned into a crocodile, but because she was so pious, she grew beautiful wings and she now haunts the river as a winged, Crocodile nun.
1: Oh, you know what? That'd be a fun mascot.
0: That would be. That would make yeah. a great crest.
1: Yeah, Jerona, the winged crocodile. The winged nuns.
0: crocodile nuns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's it. That's oh. that's our day. Di- oh, well, of course. Oh, I should also mention um, their coach, forty-eight-year-old uh, Mikel, former uh, Spanish player. Um, so yeah.
1: I what well, I thought what was interesting about him is his. Um, his history of getting teams promoted from mm-hmm. the second division he's done it 3 times Yeah uh with three teams and tw- twice got sacked mid-season and then those teams got relegated again oh, but this time they didn't sack him
0: And they kept and he's going He's doing
1: great Yeah
0: He'll be he might replace Pep
1: Oh Oh
0: Did you find anything else about this yeah. book Yeah
1: Um so their apparently their official pump-up song for the season is the Europop hit <laughs> Kala's freed from desire which i wasn't so familiar with um it hasn't made it into my circle of listening Uh but i feel like this song could benefit from some auto-tune and don't come at me people
0: okay let's see freed (laughs) from desire desire He's got his My has got no power. He's got his My has got no He's got his <sighs> Okay, so that's that. <laughs> that's that. Um, well, that's
1: interesting. Yeah. yeah right. Apparently, it's a good luck song.
0: So we'll have to keep, uh, keep track of them. So it's a short pod. We're just recovering from the holiday, but we will be back next week with more uninformed opinions and another deep dive into an area of soccer culture um and uh, we're also going to be start releasing soon some of the history of the footy museum it's it's mm-hmm. a little longer than you may realize from the archives from the archives from our humble beginnings almost uh, you know over 100 years ago and then up until present day so keep an eye out for that until then i'm justin Woody. And you are, you're supposed to say,
1: <laughs> and I am Maria Flavortown. And I can leave.
0: We will see you next time.
1: My, 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 my woo. <laughs> my, 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 Girona.
0: <laughs> I
1: kept singing that
0: too. That, that should be their song. That should be. <sighs> Missed opportunity. All right. <laughs> Goodbye.
1: Goodbye. <laughs>